Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, people. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Joined, as always, on Thursdays or when we can schedule him, when the budget allows. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wolfong. Steve, the sun is shining here in the Midwest. Yeah, it's shining in the Indianapolis suburbs, and we're sending... This daylight down I-70 through Dayton all the way to Columbus. And we enjoy that very much so. It has been uh, rough so far. I will preface this show, or at least start off by saying, my family is enjoying spring break in uh, Florida. I am not. So if my dog comes in here and starts yipping and yapping, I don't have the normal uh, security detail to keep this show pristine from a sound perspective. So it will be real life for you. I can hear him barking outside now. So this could turn into a debacle, but we will go. Number one, yesterday, big commitment day for Ohio State. I don't think a real surprise on who committed, but maybe a little earlier than expected. The Armstrong brothers out of St. Ed's in uh, Cleveland, Lakewood, Devante and Deontay. Two fantastic prospects. We had a ton of coverage. Here's the question for you, Steve. Was this two guys from Ohio pumped up going to Ohio State, or is this two guys who would have been national prospects had they been located in another state? Well, these are two guys that had offers from Michigan, Penn State, Georgia. So uh, their offer list was, you know, who's who of New New Year Six and and college football playoff, you know. So, I I mean – uh, I think the right coaches recruited these young men and and uh, two more additions that Ohio State really wanted at the point of attack. And I think that Justin Fry is one of a, one of the nation's best offensive line coaches. I think he's proved that throughout the course of his career. And now he has four commitments from four big bodied athletic guys that can move and bend. And those are the traits you're looking for. And we'll see what they develop into at Ohio State. But, I, you know, these are guys that Ohio State targeted early, recruited hard, 
and landed. It's a big year for them on the offensive line. They have four guys committed right now, four of the best ones from the Midwest. And, you know, they have the number seven recruiting class in the country right now. This offensive line class um, is going to be scrutinized pretty heavily because Ohio State, the guys they didn't opt for within the state have gone to Michigan. So you're going to get a direct up and close comparison. And then, you know, Ohio State uh, didn't offer the other guys. So there is a sense of, you know, that Ohio State chose. So that'll be a very interesting group to watch going well, forward. I think, of course, Ian Moore, the fourth guy from your neck of the woods. Well, I think what you're going to see, I mean, Ohio State, they boast one of the best offenses in college football year in and year out. Recruiting is more about who you take and not who you don't take. And, you know, I trust that Ohio State will develop these guys. And you look at Michigan and the way they've been playing on offense the last couple of years, particularly on the offensive line, I'd imagine those guys would be pretty good too. I wouldn't beat yourself up. Uh, you know, the only way that you're scrutinizing it is if Ohio State's going eight and four in a couple of years and their line can't block. I mean, I you know, I, I think I think that uh, Michigan's, uh, the, the Luke Hamiltons of the world are going to be just fine up there in Ann Arbor and the Armstrong twins and, and, and Mark and, and Ian will be just fine at Ohio State. Yeah, like much of this, it's probably much ado about the game, and whoever wins that's going to get the juice anyway. So, so be it. Another guy I want to talk about that you had some interesting information on, and I'm trying to build a theme here about Ohio State locking down the best of the Midwest, and that is defensive lineman Williams Nwaneri or Waneri N W A N E R I. I'm going to get a clarification on that at some point from Lee's Summit in Missouri. We're thinking that's more KC than St. Louis. This guy is impressive, man. You want to talk about an offer list. This is literally like I couldn't find any school on there that has an offer that's elite. I always look and see if you have USC and then you have Florida covered and then you have Alabama covered and you have the Midwest covered. You're pretty much getting an offer from everybody. Six foot five, 250 pounds listed as a defensive lineman. I don't know as much about Williams. Do you see him? Is he interior, exterior lineman? Is that defensive line just means he can play any spot? And you spoke to him recently. Give everybody kind of an introduction into his recruitment and where Ohio State you think stands now and later. Well, I think he's a guy that can rush the passer off the edge. You know, I think that's how he envisions himself, too. And uh, some schools are recruiting him in that fashion. But he, he's been mentioning Ohio State as a place he's been wanting to visit for a long time. So him and his teammate, Isaiah Mosey, a 2025 top 247 receiver, they were able to get to the Ohio State campus over the weekend and see a practice and talk with Ryan Day and Larry Johnson. And, you know, Williams really enjoyed it. He's been to Georgia recently. He's been to LSU recently, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mizzou to name some of his visits and he said you can tell they really know what they're talking about especially coach Johnson what he's produced we can we can all see it all the people he's put in the league one of the most legendary D-line coaches in the game and he also said it was great talking to coach Day and coach Day talked to him about being coached by the best being accountable and they'll, they'll get the best out of you so I think the Ohio State visit resonated with Williams he's going to go back to Georgia for an official visit He's been to Oklahoma a few times. There's no question they're in a great spot. Uh, he's been to Oregon twice already. Dan Lanning is from Lee Summit, I believe. So Oregon's in the in the middle of that one as well. Uh, but I think Ohio State's a contender, and we'll see what happens moving forward. Why was the crystal – what was the vibe behind the crystal ball for him going to Oklahoma? I know you didn't throw it, but uh, do you have any idea what went on there? 
Yeah, I think that, you know, he's been to Oklahoma as much as he's been to Missouri. I mean, those are the places he's been the most. Uh, Brent Venables and, and Coach Bates and, and uh, Coach Chavis, those guys are all doing a hell of a job recruiting him and very familiar with Oklahoma. And I think that the people around that beat like the intel they're getting on where Oklahoma stands. But this young man's going through his process, taking multiple visits to multiple schools. He's going to take his official visits. So there's a lot of runway left in this recruitment, but I do think Oklahoma is one of the schools that have, has been able to catch his eye early in this process, and they've done a good job in 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 that area of the country. And, and Brent Venables, in particular, has done a really good job recruiting that area of the country. Speaking of area of the country, like I was saying before the show, I really think we, one thing I don't do a good job of getting across to the people sometimes is just how regional recruiting is. And I cite the example of Joshua Mickens, and hopefully that will play out with Williams. Uh, How is my boy Mickens doing? He's, a, you know, him him and Caden Curry, they're my favorite players on the team, as you guys know. Caden Curry, I think, is going to be, I believe the term fan favorite will be overused this year, given, you know, the classic cliche. He's got that motor, um, and people love to see effort, and uh, it's very uh, discernible from the defensive line. But what I was trying to say about Joshua Mickens is that he was committed to LSU but when Ohio State got involved, it's just just not as far away from an elite power. And my hope is with Williams, the same thing kind of kicks in here that I'd, I'd have to sit and draw a map. Is Oklahoma closer to Missouri than Ohio State? That's a lack of education on my part. But what I'm trying to say is I think Ohio State has a good chance or better chance with Williams than they might have going after a guy from the Deep South or Georgia, given proximity, which leads us to proximity especially for you, Mylon Graham, wide receiver, New Haven. Uh, essentially, I, I think it's fair to say was discovered from a national perspective or from a recruiting perspective at Ohio State's camp. If you go look at his offer list, Ohio State was the very first to offer, not the most common thing in the world, given uh, some smaller schools tend to get on earlier. He has a video up. Uh, we have one up of, from Mark Porter breaking him down. And then there's a video up from over the weekend where he was in workouts in, in uh, street clothes or uh, skivvies. But, boy, this dude is impressive. The comparison we got was, and it's, I think it's accurate, is Chris Olave. They're about the same height, weight, size, and movement skills at the same age. Um, so Jeremiah Smith and hopefully Mylon Graham to start off the recruiting class will be incredible. Um, we know Heartline's a fave. Where do you stand with Mylon Graham? Is this a matter of if or when, or this is your wheelhouse? Well, I think it's trending heavy towards Ohio State here. We've talked about him on the last couple Bucknuts morning fives. I think there was a time where Purdue and that new staff made this recruitment interesting. Um, but I love where Ohio State stands, you know, uh, from being the first program to offer and invest in him to the track record of developing wideouts to visiting campus and having great dialogue with Coach Dane Karch Hartline and just seeing how much the players love being at Ohio State. In addition to the stage that the Buckeyes play on, I think Ohio State's in terrific position for Mylon Graham. And of course, Ohio State, for players from the Midwest, as you were alluding to, they're going to be one of the schools that's always in it at the top, near the top, and they're going to win more recruiting battles than they lose in the Midwest. But it's a brand that can go outside the Midwest and 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 be a factor for blue chippers the same way Georgia can come up to Missouri and be a factor for Williams and Winery. You know, Ohio State can go down to Texas 
and be a, in, in a major contender for Kobe Black, the five-star corner who visited this week, who, uh, you know, talking to people that spent time with him and his parents, they came in on Friday, left on Sunday. I think they're going to get him back for an official visit this summer. You know, certainly there's a lot of other contenders, Texas, Alabama, to name a few. But I think, you know, talking to people that spent time with Kobe Black, he loved his time at Ohio State this weekend. His parents have obviously been through it. Uh, his dad played, older brother played. Uh, um, so football is in the blood and in the water around there. Uh, but I think that Ohio State resonated with Kobe Black and his family. And, and so you take your swing at guys like that and, and see what happens. Oh, that's excellent. I actually wasn't aware of that. So that's spectacular. Yeah, I snuck um, that in when we were doing the pre-show. I was like, we didn't talk – Peyton or Kobe Black, but I got something to say about him, so I'm going to work it in here. And so I was like, "That that's my window." And and another player from you know the Lone Star State is is four star linebacker Peyton Pierce. I know the crystal ball is going going crazy towards um, uh, Ohio State right now for Peyton Pierce. This is a guy that gives glowing returns from all his visits. He's one of the most eloquent, well spoken guys in the class. I do think he loved Ohio State and had a chance to talk to him last night and he gave uh, a very detailed answer you know i think the best part was just seeing the culture and how everything is done at an elite level players coaches facilities there's a lot of pride and excellence by everyone coach day seems like an awesome person a man of character and loved my time with him my mom and dad really liked him as, as well spent a ton of time with coach Knowles, coach mcgrath coach larinatus pantoni really all the coaches and personnel i felt everyone wanted to coach me I also hung out with uh, Garrett Stover, who's a great guy. Even met Bobby Carpenter. You can just tell how everyone loves and cares about that place. Bobby Carpenter does a hell of a job on the radio, by the way. He does. He's great. The facilities, resources, their approach is everything you could want. I felt like I really fit there, and I felt thinking that this could be a place for me to really develop as a football player and as a man. So uh, Ohio State certainly hit a home run with Peyton Pierce. I think he wants to take a few more visits, uh, but obviously Ohio State is one of his favorites as well. Yeah, uh, James Laurinaitis, obviously a tremendous job there. Recruits love him. Sammy Brown loves him. I know I'm cutting you off and people get in the comments about you cutting me off, but uh, Sammy Brown loves James Laurinaitis. And, uh, and, you know, even though I would say Clemson and and, and Georgia – are the schools that you you say are in the best position for Sammy Brown. That dude loves Ohio State. He loves Coach Laronitis. He's going to come back up on another visit, and you you shoot your shot. Yeah, I mean, you, people have heard me talk about Sammy Brown here. They probably think we're related. Um, let's talk about another guy from the Midwest, and this is obviously interesting because we've established receiver, and I think if you read the quotes from anybody, it's become a foregone conclusion now that Ohio State is wide receiver U. I know that's a – a fun argument for the message boards and stuff, but I don't think there's really any argument there with that now, given just the consistency of the last five or six years, or basically since Brian Hartline took over, you mentioned, uh, and we'll get to Xavier Jordan's comments on him. but speaking of the Midwest, back to St. Louis, and Ohio State has had great success recruiting wide receivers out of St. Louis. Um, Jeremiah McClellan, what do you think of them? Ohio State's probably only going to take three or four wide receivers in this cycle. And I think, uh, obviously, Jeremiah Smith is in the is in the barn. I have to assume Mylon Graham. I'm going to pencil him in and pencil. So you've got three or four uh, spots, three and maybe four. My assumption is the third spot will be an earlier guy, and the fourth will be, you know, an elite 
possible addition like a JoJo Trader. I think for the three spot, I like Jeremiah McClellan for that spot. Do you agree? Why or why not? No, I do agree. I think Ohio State, uh, I talked to someone else in St. Louis this week, and they thought that Ohio State was trending for Jeremiah McClellan. Obviously, that school has been a bit of a triple-A program for the Buckeyes. Thanks, Michael. Uh, uh, and so, you know, we'll see if they can go in the CBC and land land another well-coached uh player that's going to come in with the right mindset and attitude to be uh, a good player at o- at Ohio State. But it sounds like the Buckeyes are really trending for McClellan, according to at least one person in St. Louis that I think is plugged in that I was trading texts with yesterday. And the dean has a story on his visit up on Buckeyes. I'm sure you all saw it. Yeah, and I actually spoke to the dean last night about how many receivers they're going to take because of that. And, you know, obviously they could take more, and I don't – you know, when uh, when they're in a select, not recruit process right now. So let's just be appreciative of that. For the most part, right? Yeah, um, we've got Micah Hudson out there, who's who's high on on Ohio State, um, and uh, they had a really good receiver on campus, and Xavier Jordan, who they offered, who I got a chance to see compete in Austin uh, over the weekend uh, at the overtime OT seven event, and. I mean, Xavier Jordan said, you know, what everybody says, um, get to get coached by the best at that position if you pick Ohio State. And so kind of you go out on the trail and, and you talk to recruits and they're like, oh, my favorite schools are Ohio State, Georgia, Bama. And you're like, what do you like about Ohio State? What do you like about Georgia? And then you say, what do you like about Bama? And they almost always say Bama's Bama. Right. You know, now when you talk to receivers about Ohio State, they're like, Heartline's the best in the business, you know, so it's 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 just the standard and answer as Bama is Bama. <clears throat> Excuse me, that uh, best in the business label, I believe, will be even strengthened more by the fact that they have Jeremiah Smith in the fold, and I'm very confident Jackson Smith and Jigbo is going to be the top receiver taken in the draft. My guess is top 15, and someone's got, you know, Let's not forget every single one of the guys at Ohio State goes at it receiver thinks they're going to be in college for three years and go in the lottery. And I don't but, mean basketball. But you know what? The, they all that, that doesn't happen for all of them. Um, but it seems like they all have great experiences. I mean, you even look at a guy like Cam Babb. I think, sure. he, you know, his, his Cam Babb was as talented a receiver as anybody in his class with the biggest cast. St. Louis guy with the biggest calves I've ever seen on a, on a high school skill player. <laughs> um, and he just unfortunately couldn't stay healthy, uh, but I think he still had a terrific college experience. And, and uh, so it's going to be exciting. Um, it's going to be you know exciting to see what he, what he does with his life. But uh, the other thing that makes, you know, Heartline doesn't even have to recruit if he doesn't want to, right. that's what makes him unique, right? Like at this point, he could just call you up and offer and say, you want to come or not, you know, but, but the other thing that makes him special is that he he does build meaningful relationships with recruits and it obviously carries over to when they're on the team and he coaches his guys hard, but they have such a great connection with him that it's uh, you know, some of these coaches, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a living for them, you know, and, So they're they're trying to field the best teams that they can field to put themselves in the best position to be as successful as they can for their own earnings. Brian Hartline, that dude doesn't need to coach a down of football. 
And so I think that he just truly loves his alma mater, loves impacting kids, loves developing players, loves football and everything that goes with that, which includes the relationships that you have with people, which is probably the best best part of it all. Right. I mean, the the grind and, and, and the rapport you build with people. And so these receivers that Heartline's recruiting, he has regular dialogue with them. He's talking to them. They know him. He knows them. And, and so in addition to just saying, hey, man, I, I, I produce first rounders in an offense that's incredibly prolific uh, and, and leave it at that. Uh, you know, he gets to know these guys. And, and that's another reason why Ohio State's tough to beat for elite receivers on the trail. And that's why it's hard for, for people to flip their guys at that position. You know, teams are obviously trying to flip Jeremiah Smith right now. Who knows what's going to happen uh, by the time it's time to put pen to paper in December. But that's a tough flip purely because he's probably done a great job recruiting Jeremiah, Jeremiah's family, in addition to the results. So we'll see what happens. That doesn't mean it can't happen, though, but, you know. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'd be surprised to see Jeremiah flip. He's a Florida guy, and Florida guys take visits, and Florida guys are a little bit different. We've had Andrew Ivins on here to comment on that ad nauseum, but he's, he remains confident that Jeremiah will show up. And let's not like Brian Hartline doesn't know other people want Jeremiah Smith. He's in on it. Um, let's take a quick break to pay a couple bills. Where am I at here? Time-wise. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Okay, let's talk quarterback. I'm going to give you two names, and you can wrap the show with that. First, Prentice Air Nolan has announced a commitment date. Ohio State is on his your final list. He's yet to get an offer. He's expecting to get it. I do, too, when he visits. And secondly, Jaden Davis has an announcement set for this weekend. It's a foregone conclusion, in my opinion. He will choose Michigan, but Ohio State's on the list. Please bring us up to speed on that as we close the show. Well, um, Aaron Nolan visiting Ohio State this weekend. The Buckeyes have not offered, but they're talking to him like they have. He's building a good rapport with Coach Dennis, Coach Day, Coach Hartline. He's excited to get up and see the place. I think they'll offer in person, which will make it kind of special. And Ohio State, it is what it is. If you start, you're a first-rounder. So um, the culture is awesome at Ohio State. Air Nolan has got as good a personality as anybody in this class. He's going to blow away the Buckeye staff with his with his personality and enthusiasm and, and uh, ability to communicate. His mom's awesome. So Ohio State's going to fall in love with this kid on campus uh, beyond what they see on the film. And so 
we'll see what happens. You know, I talked to Aaron Nolan this over the weekend. He said his mind wasn't made up. He's visiting Miami. He's at Texas A&M. He's recently at Arkansas. Um, Going to be at Ohio State. Was recently at Clemson. So he's taking his final visits and dotting I's and crossing T's. We'll see what happens. Um, Georgia never got involved. A week from Saturday. Well, Georgia's involved. Uh, they got. They already have a commitment. They're in the Rayola sweepstakes. They offered Jake Merklinger. So they're just, they're just not in the Aaron Nolan sweepstakes. But that's okay. I, I think the Bulldogs would be just fine as well. Ohio State. Uh, you know, Jaden Davis is obviously trending towards Michigan. He's going to commit on Friday and announce where he's going. Obviously, I like the maize and blue there. Ohio State's. Uh, you know, was was trying to get back in that one. Ohio State's recruiting Julian saying, you know, so that's that's a you know, uh, they're they're still kicking tires there on on Julian saying. So we'll see um, what happens. Elijah Brown from Matter Days, another guy that maybe Ohio State maneuvers on. Um, there's always guys that they're continuing to evaluate, and maybe you know, a, a Lincoln Kynos pops up with great senior film. So. Um, that, that quarterback is not a position that I worry about for the Buckeyes. You got McCord and Devin battling it out. I think Lincoln Kynos is a guy that they love. And so we'll see who they get in this class now to keep it rolling. Yeah, it's a, it's a, like a high wire act, but they've managed to string it together. And like you said, um, they've earned the benefit of the doubt when it comes to wide receiver and quarterback recruiting. You get to start if you're the quarterback. You get a trip to New York. You get to sit at the Heisman ceremony. Maybe one of these days we'll pick up the trophy. We appreciate the great and informed Steve Wolfong for stopping by. He not only brought knowledge, he brought sunshine. Have a good one, Bucknutters. You're too kind. You guys are the ones that are great. Thanks for reading. Thanks for subscribing. See you on the front row. Have a great day. The whole network is great. It is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.